This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word show to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word show, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text show to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Hello, Americans. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, really delighted to have you with me today. Um, And we got to begin, obviously, with the big story of the day. I I need to say this out of the gate because I I feel guilty about even doing this monologue. I actually, I I do. Um, Lake and Riley who was killed allegedly um, by uh, Jose Ibarra. And and they like you to say allegedly he's been charged with the crime. She's somebody's daughter. She is someone's grandchild. She's someone's niece. She's someone's friend. And her family should be allowed to mourn her without her being a political prop. They should just be allowed to be left alone. No one should force them to opine on the situation or put cameras in their face. She has been murdered. And it's just sick to turn this into a political story. It is. It is also relevant to the conversations of the day, unfortunately. I don't actually like to go down the road like this. She should just, her family, be left alone, honor her memory, and pray for the family. But it is a confluence of failed policies that took her life as much as the man who did so. Jose Ibarra is an illegal immigrant. He crossed the border in 2022 at El Paso, Texas. He was put on a bus. He went to New York City. In New York City, in Queens, he assaulted a minor. And he was not prosecuted. He could have been prosecuted then and deported, but the progressive prosecutors in New York City, they don't like to prosecute illegal aliens because they don't want to get them deported. 
It's a policy choice by progressive prosecutors. Ultimately, Jose Ibarra made his way to Athens, Georgia, and it, it, there is a particular sickness in the American press corps that they've refused to identify him as an illegal alien. Uh, they refer to him as an Athens resident. He resided in Athens, Georgia, but he's not an American citizen. He's a Venezuelan, and he's an illegal alien. And it is just incredible to me. The New York Times, CNN, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, the Associated Press, uh, uh, major media outlets around the country and locally just flat out refuse to call him an illegal alien. Only the red and black at the University of Georgia seems to want to actually say the policy issue here that he is an illegal alien. He should not have been here. Not only that, Deborah Gonzalez is the district attorney in Athens, Clark County. She had been a progressive member of the state legislature, and she got elected a DA. It was a very messy race, and I'm telling you guys, someone should qualify against her. She's on the ballot this year. Houston Gaines is the member of the state Senate who replaced Deborah Gonzalez. He's a Republican. She was a Democrat. He put this on social media. The suspect is in the country illegally. He was arrested in Queens in September 2023 for injury to a child and not having a license. He and his brother were cited in athens Clark County in October of 2023 for shoplifting. He had an outstanding bench warrant in athens Clark County for failing to appear in the shoplifting charges. His brother was charged on the same day he was arrested for possessing a fraudulent green card. The suspect's brother was arrested in uh, September of 2023 for DUI, driving without a license, speeding open container, and failure to yield to an emergency vehicle. He was arrested again in December. In 2019, the progressives who run the athens Clark County Commission declared a athens Clark County a sanctuary county. All people, including those without documentation, feel welcome and comfortable interacting with local law enforcement, their local government, and all services provided as such. Undocumented neighbors, especially those of Latinx, yeah, the, the white guys in athens Clark County use Latinx heritage, face daily fears and threats from individuals and institutions such as ICE. Deborah Gonzalez was elected in 2020. On her first day in office, she announced she would, quote, take into account collateral consequences to undocumented defendants before deciding whether or not to charge them. To put in perspective, Deborah Gonzalez, the Clark County DA, should have 17 assisted district attorneys on her payroll. She has three. She claims it's about pay. They pay well there. They've increased pay. She still can't hire them because nobody wants to work with her. According to one of the Atlanta uh, media outlets, Last year, she dismissed 46% of cases that were headed to court. 46% of prosecutions were dismissed. And hundreds of felony cases were reduced to misdemeanors. She has lost 14 straight murder trials. That's the district attorney in athens Clark County. Sadly, the people of Oconee County, next door to Clark County, are, are joined in this Western Judicial Circuit. They're stuck with this DA. Lincoln Riley 
should be alive. Had Joe Biden done his job and secured the border, she'd be alive. Had the progressive prosecutors in New York City done their job, she'd be alive. Had the prosecutors in Clark County, Georgia done their job, she'd be alive. Had the county commissioners of Athens, Clark County not made themselves a sanctuary city, she'd probably be alive. Lake and Riley's death is at the hands of a man, Jose Obara. But Jose Obara was able to kill Lake and Riley because of the progressive policies Democrats have put in place. That's a fact. It's an inconvenient fact. It's when the Democrats are going to raise holy hell when we point it out. They're going to scream like stuck pigs when you point out that Deborah Gonzalez's actions as the district attorney in Clark County led to this murder that the Athens-Clark County Commission's actions led to this murder, that the District Attorney of New York's actions led to this murder, that President Biden's actions led to this murder. It is all something conservatives have warned about, and these same progressives have screamed racism every time we've pointed it out. This girl is dead because of the failures of progressive policies. You know what's so extraordinary here? is the progressive response is that, no, 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 she's dead because of Jose Obara, and they're right. And yet when conservatives point this out, when there's a shooter, that it's that person's responsibility, no, 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 it's all the policies, it's the gun policies. Notice how they don't want to accept it when it comes to immigration. Except the problem is, gun policies in this country, we have a Second Amendment. Immigration policies, we should have a secure border, and the president and the Democrats have chosen not to do it. And it is the athens Clark County Commission that chose not to comply with laws regarding immigration. They're the ones who voted for this. And so those of you in Clark County, Georgia, where I am on the radio right now live, I want you to know that you put into power the people who put in place the policies that led to this murder. The voters of Athens-Clark County voted for these people. And the consequences of their votes is lawlessness. Deborah Gonzalez has chosen repeatedly not to enforce the law and prosecute people. The county has provided shelter to people who broke the law crossing into this country. There are a large number of students at the University of Georgia in Clark County. In 1980, Republican students at the University of Georgia organized, and they were able to get that county to go for Ronald Reagan. If the students at the University of Georgia organize they can beat Deborah Gonzalez. They might want to consider their power if they organize against someone like Deborah Gonzalez, the district attorney, who's lost 14 murder cases in a row, who can't hire competent assistant district attorneys, and has turned a blind eye and given laxity to law enforcement of illegal aliens in this country because she's afraid the mean old federal government will deport them. A girl is dead. 
And you know the media can't come to terms with it either. The Associated Press, I'm, I'm not making this up. The Associated Press's coverage of this is that uh, maybe girls should not run by themselves. She was out for a jog. It's kind of wild, actually, that the Associated Press's take on this is that maybe, just maybe, uh, women need to be cautious running alone. So much for equal rights out there. So much for equal rights. The sense of peace was shattered after authorities on Thursday found the body of Lake and Hope Riley, an arrested Athens resident. Notice the phrase Athens resident, Jose Antonio Ibarra, 26, on suspicion of murder. The victim and suspect did not know each other. Riley's death has once again put the spotlight on the dangers female runners face. Previously, the 2018 death of University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts while out jogging prompted an outpouring from other women who shared the tales of being harassed while running. Remarkable. They would rather do a cautionary tale, the Associated Press, of women out running alone than to deal with the policy failures. And the reason is because the American media used to call itself the fourth estate, and they would hold the other three branches of government accountable, or the fourth branch of government. They would hold the other three accountable. And now the media, the national media, is so embedded within the Democratic Party that they must protect the power structure of the government when the Democrats are in charge. They have to tell a narrative that leaves out the fact that Jose Ibarra is an illegal alien because it's a damning indictment on President Biden's border policies and progressive progressive prosecutors' policies in counties who refuse to enforce the law. It's a damning indictment of the Athens-Clark County government that decided, quote, quote, undocumented neighbors, especially those of Latinx heritage, face daily fears and threats from individuals and institutions such as ICE. The Athens-Clark County government is more concerned about the daily fears and threats from individuals and institutions such as ICE towards Latinx illegal aliens than they are to college students at the University of Georgia, a core constituency that actually votes. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution is still today, multiple days later, referring to Uh, Jose Ibarra as an Athens resident who's not a U.S. citizen, but his immigration status as of yet has not been confirmed. Of course, the Biden administration is dragging out confirmation of his immigration status because they're in damage control. The New York Times, CNN, they're all treating him as an Athens resident. Athens resident. A curious phrase, Athens resident. He's an illegal alien. The national media doesn't want to tell you this because that fact, that truth is too disruptive of the narrative that Joe Biden and the Democrats wish to advance. And now a college student is dead. Her parents should be able to and allowed to mourn her without the political implications. Unfortunately, in this day and age, we do have to point out that it was progressive failures at the border, progressive failures in New York City, and progressive failures in the athens Clark County Commission, and progressive failures in the Athens District Attorney's Office that led to this death. Yes, a man is responsible for murdering Lake and Riley, but he was enabled along the way by a bunch of Democrats, and that may be crass politics, but it's also the God's honest truth Democrats would prefer you not talk about. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. 
Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I got to make a couple of points uh, for those of you out and about in America because you're thinking, Georgia, how do they have sanctuary cities? Georgia has banned sanctuary cities for 15 years. In 2016, the state legislature passed a law that requires local governments to certify they're complying with federal immigration policies regarding illegal aliens in order to receive state funding. But Athens-Clark County limits its cooperation with federal immigration officials to the very bare minimum. The mayor of Athens-Clark County, and it's a unified county city, Kelly Gertz, the mayor, told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, authorities check the criminal history of detainees to hold anyone with outstanding warrants, but don't keep undocumented immigrants jailed if they have no criminal history. So put this confluence of events together, what the athens Clark County Commissioners and District Attorney have done, uh, Jose Ibarra shoplifted and had an outstanding warrant, but they made no effort to track him down because he's an undocumented immigrant without any other criminal violations, never mind what happened in New York City. So the athens Clark County government tries to comply with the state of Georgia's sanctuary city prohibitions by doing the very bare minimum. And since he was arrested for shoplifting, but didn't have prior crimes and was a documented or undocumented illegal alien, they let him out of prison and then never bothered to go after the warrant when he skipped showing up for his hearing. Unbelievable. You know, this is one of the reasons I just I, I like companies that are so pro-American common sense like Old Glory Bank. They're my bank. They're conservatives. Uh, they're conservatives who have, they have a bill of rights they are offering for their uh, customers. The freedom of association, you're not going to get canceled because of your political affiliations. You've got financial privacy rights. They're not going to share your data uh, with the feds uh, if they just come calling generally government snooping. Uh, They're not going to censor you. They're not going to tell you, oh, you can't buy this with money off your debit card. Uh, They they got freedom of lifestyle. They're not going to um, they're not going to impose a government social credit score on you. And uh, they support American family values. They're my bank. You can get an account set up with them in eight minutes or less. Oldglorybank.com. Oldglorybank.com. They don't have fees on their checking and savings account, Jaws. Great bank. Oldglorybank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. They are my bank. They can be your bank. Oldglorybank.com. Greetings and welcome. The phone number 877-973-7425. I want to say it was uh, 2014. December, no, 2012. It was December of 2012. And it was the Sandy Hook shooting. Uh, I actually, I, so I remember this one. Um, so the president at the time, Obama, had just won re-election. And the awful, awful shooting happened at Sandy Hook. And I was on radio 
when he held this press conference and uh, the newsroom, I w- it was just doing local radio, WSB in Atlanta at the time, and, and uh, I covered his speech, and I talked over him, and, and the newsroom was very upset with me at my station for having talked over him and just went ballistic when he started politicizing the shooting. Uh, the, I mean, the, the it was that day. There were still a lot of questions, and he was already calling for gun control in the past. Both sides had largely given space a day or two before diving into the political fallout of it. And he, right then and there, uh, they were still at the police, were still at the school. And he was turning it into a call for gun control. And never mind that none of the things he proposed could have stopped the situation. Uh, Thereafter, it was kind of Katie bar the door when a tragedy happens. Uh, particularly a shooting, Democrats now their impulse is to rush out of the gate as quickly as possible and uh, start demanding gun control and blasting Republicans and on and on. I find it very notable that Democrats are telling Republicans, "Hey, uh, don't don't use this for political advantage." Uh, Jason Estevez is a Democratic state senator in Georgia. He is the uh, one of the state's top Latino elected officials, not the top. John King, the insurance commissioner in Georgia, is, is Latino, statewide elected. But this guy in the state Senate, an elected uh, Latino, and says now is the time to mourn, not jockey for political advantage. Because that's pretty much an admission against interest about how badly the Democrats have screwed this up. He says... This is a tragedy, and Lake and Riley's family deserves the opportunity to grieve without our story being used by certain politicians to score cheap political points. Well, that's damage control. And then, of course, he says those who bring up border security should take it up with Donald Trump, who just two weeks ago whipped congressional Republicans into shelving a bipartisan bill. So he wants to be able to use politics but shield himself from the failures of Democratic policies. Fact of the matter is, ever since Obama did what he did after Sandy Hook, uh, nobody does that, and I do find it crass, but also understand uh, where we are as a society. And also the difference is this, and it is a fundamental difference that Democrats should understand. There is a Second Amendment, and thus far, when these school shootings happen, every law that they propose is a law that would not have stopped that school shooting. Or just take the situation in Kansas City. You had uh, shooters there. Notice, just like in Georgia, they don't want to. They don't want to refer to them as black gangbangers. No, no, no. You can't refer to this guy in, in Athens as, as an illegal alien. He's an Athens resident. The gun in the guns in Kansas City were stolen guns. What 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 gun control law would have prevented that shooting? Here. There are a series of very easy fixes. Secure the border. Joe Biden could do it by executive order. In fact, uh, press reports are that Joe Biden is considering an executive order. I don't actually know that Joe Biden will do the executive order now. Allegedly, he was going to reboot in the State of the Union, blame the border on the Republicans, and say he was issuing an executive order to secure the border. I don't know that that will happen now, particularly in light of Lake and Riley's death. Because if it does, then he could have done it sooner. And that's just another show that Joe Biden had the power to do it and did not do it. And the Democrats are opening themselves up to an attack. So I don't think he can secure the border with an executive order, even though he has the power, because it'll be an admission against interest. He could have done it all along. 
it's just a, a cheap political stunt in my mind for Democrats to come out when so clearly it's a failure of progressive policies. Hey, let's still talk about the politics of this. This isn't a this isn't a shooting. We shouldn't immediately go to politics since it's not a shooting. When it's a shooting, they go to policy prescriptions that are impossible to implement. Nobody's going to repeal the Second Amendment. Nobody's going to confiscate all the handguns. And if you ban the AR-15, the existing AR-15s are not suddenly banned. You can't retroactively ban someone's rifle. Even though they think they can, I assure you the Supreme Court will say otherwise. Here, by the way, the, the, the Atlanta Journal finally now noting that Lake and Riley's killer is an illegal alien. Good for them for finally noting that uh, ICE is finally confirming it. They dragged their feet long enough confirming it. I will tell you that John Ossoff, uh, the U.S. Senator from Georgia, was at the state legislature this morning. And he condemned what happened, offered thoughts and prayers for uh, Lake and Riley and her family, but He's not just calling for a secure the border or an end to sanctuary cities. He's not calling for an ouster of Deborah Gonzalez, the district attorney who's lacks crime policies. Y'all, the district attorney, I can't emphasize this enough. The district attorney in athens Clark County, Georgia, has lost 14 consecutive murder trials. In fact, two separate people in law enforcement tell me that local law enforcement in athens Clark County, because of the district attorney, Local law enforcement has started going out of their way whenever possible to tie local crimes to federal statutes because Joe Biden's appointed United States attorney for the Middle District of Georgia is more likely to prosecute a criminal than the athens Clark County District Attorney. That's remarkable. Local law enforcement would rather, would rather hand criminals over to the feds for prosecution than have them go before the athens Clark County DA because she loses all the cases, doesn't have any ADAs, and then refuses to enforce the law. And this is on the voters of Clark County. There are two counties in that district, the Western District, uh, Oconee County and, Ath- and, and Clark County. Oconee County does not want to be a part of it. In fact, there's been a move in the legislature to pull Oconee County out of the Western Judicial District because the DA in athens Clark County is so bad. This is on the voters there. It's just a horrible thing. Go back to Sandy Hook. And, and by the way, my, my apologies to those of you who are listening in Connecticut. Um, Sandy Hook is actually in the listening audience, uh, that, that area of Connecticut. And I hate you to have to relive this. But if you go back to that case, the killer killed his mom and took her guns. He didn't buy them. So you, you you pass a law, say no more AR-15 purchases, no one under the age of 25 can buy a gun, do any of that. It, 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 none of the laws, short of gun confiscation, which would be unconstitutional, none of the laws could stop him from doing the monstrous things he did. And that's fundamentally different from this situation. In this situation, you could deport him. 
He's already charged with a crime. He had an outstanding warrant. Had they pursued the warrant in December, we're here at the end of February, he would have been, and had they pursued the warrant and, and deported him, he would not have been around to kill Lake and Riley. It's fundamentally different from those those gun issues that so often, or, or take, for example, uh, remember the church shooting in Texas? The guy walked in and it turns out that the Air Force had not uh, flagged his file in the way they should have, so he was able to buy a gun, uh, but he shouldn't have been able to buy the gun. It would have The background check would have been denied to him had the Air Force done its job. There was a lawsuit over that. I think the Air Force wound up settling with several of the families because they screwed up paperwork. This case is so different from those gun cases because had the law that exists been enforced as opposed to a call for a new law that probably wouldn't have done any good, had the existing laws been enforced, this would not have happened. But they chose not to enforce. athens Clark County has chosen to ignore as best they can a state law that prohibits them from operating as a sanctuary city. This is on the mayor and the county commissioners in athens Clark County. Blood is on their hands, frankly. They may not. They may be offended by it. They may be outraged by it. But blood is on their hands. They're the ones who chose to declare athens Clark County a sanctuary city in defiance of state law. They're the ones who chose to not take illegal immigrant deportation seriously. They're the ones who chose to instruct their local law enforcement to not cooperate with the feds as broadly as possible. Blood is on the hands of the district attorney who has frankly refused to prosecute illegal aliens, who has refused to, to pursue them aggressively, who has said, who said when she got elected that she would take into account the undocumented status of those charged with crimes and the ramifications of what it would mean to prosecute them and would go light on them because she didn't want them deported. Now, for those of you who are wondering, I, I do have to say this. In some states, the governor of the state, the governor of the state is able to remove district attorneys. Georgia's governor does not have that power. I know there are some of you wondering, why doesn't Governor Kemp do something? Governor Kemp is prohibited. This is very much like the election in 2020. Not every state operates the same way. And in Georgia, because of its history with civil rights and intra-democratic squabbling in the 60s and 70s, when Georgia rewrote its constitution in the early 1980s, uh, it, it prohibited the state from imposing its will too much on local communities, and it firewalled off the different executive departments so that one can't run roughshod over the other and take their power. So, for example, the Georgia governor can do nothing when it comes to elections. That's always been one of the, the grievances that Donald Trump had about Brian Kemp in 2020 was that he did nothing regarding the election, and in fact, he's not allowed to. All he can do is certify the election, and the state constitution says he shall when the secretary of state gives him the information. He had no way around it. In the same way, he's not allowed to remove a prosecutor from office unless the prosecutor is credibly charged with a felony, which this district attorney has not been charged with a felony by anybody. So he can't remove her. He got the state legislature because of this DA. This is part of the irony here. Because of this particular district attorney, the governor and the, and the state legislature wrote a law that 
creates a prosecuting uh, a panel of prosecutors who can remove district attorneys. And that district attorney, Deborah Gonzalez, sued along with a number, and the state Supreme Court threw out the law. Uh, they've got to revise the law. Now is the time to revise this law so that these district attorneys can be removed from office. But more importantly, qualifying happens in about two to three weeks. Qualifying is when people choose to run for office. It behooves the legal community of athens Clark County to rally around a competent person to challenge this district attorney who has overseen a crime wave in athens Clark County since she has been in charge. This poor girl is dead. When Democrats rush out after shootings to say we should pass laws, none of the laws they ever propose are ever likely to stop the shootings that were. And the sad, sick, tragic irony here is that no new laws needed to be implemented to stop a death like Lake and Riley's. The existing laws should be enforced but the progressives in charge of the athens Clark County Commission, the progressive district attorney, and the progressives in the Biden administration have all chose to turn a blind eye to the existing American legal structure and laws. We don't need new laws. Just enforce the existing ones. And it was a willful choice by these progressives to not enforce the existing laws that allowed something like this to be set up to take place. It's just a tragedy all around, one made more so because the voters of that county voted for the people who did this. And if they don't change their mind and vote differently this year, they'll see the same sorts of things continue to happen. It was all a foreseeable, preventable tragedy. Now, before I get out of here, I've got to tell you, I got to, I got to do an ad. It's just, just, there's no good way to transition from talking about something like this into an advertiser, but I do need to tell you about stamps.com because as a business, you know, I use them again on Friday. I, I use them all the time. I had to ship some stuff on Friday and I did not get a free digital scale from them. I want you to know this because I've been, a, I've been a customer for 20 years of their 25 years, but you can get a free digital scale from them, but I have one and I was able to weigh a package and get it shipped, print my label on my computer and away it went. It was fantastic. You can do this with Stamps.com and save yourself money up to 89% off post office and UPS rates. All you do is go to Stamps.com. You click the microphone. You put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You will not have to sign a contract. You will not have to make a long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. But they will save you money if you ship a lot of packages. I do. You can use Stamps.com. You do not even have to go to the post office or UPS store. You can arrange for pickup at your home or office. So they come to you. You don't go to them. There's no standing in line. There's no way. You can even order your supplies from Stamps.com. So you don't even have to go to a store to buy your supplies. Stamps.com will ship them to you. It's so easy to use, and you save money. Right now, you get this free limited time offer, uh, free postage, free digital scale, no long-term commitment. You go to Stamps.com. You click the microphone. You put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You can get shipping and saving today. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan, wherever you are nationwide. If you're building a building, buying a building, building a, buying a franchise, First Liberty Building and Loan wants to be able to help your business grow. They make their own lending decisions. Reach out to them, firstlibertyga.com, firstlibertyga.com. 
Tell them I sent you. See if you're a good fit for them. See if they are a good fit for you. Uh, real quick, I want to go to David. Uh, David, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Eric. Thank you. Very, doing very good. I uh, appreciate you uh, bringing up this um, uh, terrible story out of uh, Athens, Georgia. I have a, a, a college daughter who, you know, likes to go run. Everything really hits home uh, very hard to me. And I wanted to point out a, a slightly different take on it. Everybody is you know, outraged, rightly so, on the fact this is an illegal immigrant who's doing all these things. But I, I wanted to also point out, as far as I've heard, that this uh, individual had a brother, an older brother, who was doing much the same thing, you know, in the years prior, prior to when or after he came into the U.S., he's been arrested and then let back out. And he's been arrested and he's let back out. So in addition to, hey, he should have never have been here for, because of his immigration status, this young man is watching his brother commit whatever crimes he mm -hmm. wants and gets immediately released with no repercussions. And from what I hear, he, he himself has done some sort of crime up in New York and right. was immediately released. And it, forget immigration status. Anybody, whether he's a resident citizen or anything like that, you're, there, you can commit a crime. There's a virtually no law that you can break these days and, and just and you just walk free. Um, yep. And that's that's what really bothers me. Is, is, yeah. Is OK. And, you know, by the way, David, right so his brother, uh, Diego, was arrested same day for it, forging documents. Um, there have been an open question. How was this guy able uh, Jose, the, the guy who is the alleged killer, how was he able to work for like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Uber, things like that? Um, and if his brother was forging documents, that may explain it as opposed to they turned a blind eye to him. Because um, if he verify, you, you get the documents forged and you might have a way forward. But yeah, there are, some, there are a lot of questions here. How was he able to work for some of these uh, delivery service and driving companies, things like that. Um, a lot of questions we've still got to explore. But when we come back, we need to move on to other topics because there was a big primary in South Carolina this weekend. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.